Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hi, everybody. It's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Strides at Nice in the Biscuit. Now, this is Series Troy, Episode Beta. And I'm absolutely thrilled because you know it's called Barbara Nice and Friends. And I was so thrilled to see this lady outside because we've got another meeting later on. I said, Enid. Will you come in and go on my podcast? And she said, I will, Barbara. And there she is. Hi, Enid. Hiya, Barbara. Hiya, kid. Now, I, you know, in life, you sort of see people sometimes, just see them once, you think, I really like this person. The first time I met you, I can remember what you were wearing. You were wearing a red frock. And we just got on like house on fire, didn't we? We did. That was at the Trust Awards. It was. What were you? What were you up for? The Trust Awards. What was it up for? You? Can you remember, love? I can't remember. Anyway, maybe. <laughs> but we we enjoyed we enjoyed meeting each other. We did. And we get on with each other, don't we? And also, I know you watched me on Britain's Got Talent, didn't you? Oh, now, you were so marvelous. Ah, we all wanted you to win. Did you? Did you yeah. hope for me? Yes, we did. On the free act. Free act. Did they give you a free app or something? No. No, you have to text. Um, you have to text. Oh, thanks very We much. text three times. Oh, Thank you. It's £1.50, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. So you thought it did all right? You did great. Oh. We wanted you to win. Did you? Yeah. Anyway, I didn't. But I, did, I didn't show myself up, did I? No, you didn't. Well, you, you're lovely, right, Barbara. And you're lovely and all Enid. Now, this is a nice frock you've got on. Where's that frock from? It's from Rolf Lorraine. <laughs> She's got Ralph. You didn't pay full price for Ralph. She, she coloured up when I asked her. She's twitching now. She's on twitch, pulling at her buttons. Ralph Lauren, where'd you get it from? From London. Is it an original Ralph Lauren? Yes. What piggy neck? This is a podcast. She could just be exaggerating. We're going to take a photo of this after. From where about I'm going to London later on? What where from? Where in London? I got it from House of Fraser. Oh, right. Yeah. When uh, when was that? How long have you had it for? Oh, last year. Honestly, you look absolutely picky and brilliant. And they've still got a house of Fraser. Because yes, they're gonna yes. Go, I know they? a lot of them are closing. It's awful what's happening with the shops. It is. I think there's too much now on the internet and online shopping. So, Do you remember the old Lewis's in Birmingham? Yes, I do. What a belting shop it that was. was, wasn't it? But would you, do you go online at all? Yes. Well, you're part of the problem, ain't it? Yes. <laughs> We're all part of the problem. I often think we Woolworths. You and Woolworths weren't. That was oh, when it yes. all started. And I often think to myself, well, you know, Barbara, there was a couple of times you pinched a bit of pick and mix from Woolworths. <laughs> and I often wonder, Enid, whether it was my fault they went down. Did you ever pinch a bit of pick and mix from Woolworths? When you were passing, a raspberry ruffle or a shrimp? No. <laughs> you're an honest woman. Yeah. But you do go online for yes. stuff. Yeah. Right, she is wearing a nice frock and we'll take a photo of this and you can have a look at Ralph Lauren. How much was it, Enid? Oh, I don't want to say online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're online now, Barbara. <laughs> Will anybody be listening that'll say, you've paid how much? Just yes. whisper it to me. Don't don't let them hear, just whisper now. I'm nearly two on That's all. Oh, okay. Hello? Anyone? I think that's quite good. Because it looks like one you don't yes. have to iron. You, no, you don't. Well, that's worth it. <laughs> Anything that you don't have to iron, just put it up on a, on anger. And you, honestly, and you listen, you'll have your money's worth. Say you wore that every day, 
for a year. You've, you've got your money back. Of course, yes. You probably wouldn't want to wear it every day. No, but wash it. She would wash it. Very clean woman, Enid. Yeah. Now, Enid, <laughs> where are you from originally, love? I'm from Birmingham, from Edgbaston. Brilliant. Whereabouts in Edgbaston? I live just by five ways. Have you always lived there from being a kid? No. Where was your brawn and brought I grew up, up in Rubri. Ah, yes. right. Which was quite a green area, wasn't it? It used to be, and I was born in Rubri Hill Hospital in the Very. psychiatric, yeah. Oh, was you? Because mm. that was a big hospital, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. So Rubri, and then now you live in Edgebuster. Yes. But you're a proper Brummie, aren't you, love? I'm a proper Brummie. So do you, what about the markets? What do you think is going on with the markets? Are they as good as they used to be? I don't think so. I think things are changing as well. I know. I think everything's changing. If you could bring back one old thing about old Brum, what do you think you'd bring back? I'd bring back King Kong. <laughs> do you remember yeah. King Kong? Yes, I do. Where is he now? No, then we know. Where is he? There's a friend of a station called Dave Travis. He went to track him down. Where is King Kong? I think he's in someone's garden down south. Well, they can pig him, bring him back, the <laughs> yes. southerners. So I bring anything that sticks in your mind from being a kid. No, just the old Woolworths. I know what we've I talked about. I do, I know. They used to have a cafe, didn't they, upstairs? Do you remember yes. Yeah. I love places with cafes. I like a workplace with a cafe as well. Yeah. Where have you worked it over the years? Um. Oh, I've, I've done lots of things. I've worked in retail, I've worked... Um, in hotels. Any Birmingham hotels? I used to work at the Grand Hotel many years ago. Oh, now bring back the Grand Hotel. I once went to, like, an arty party. It, it, it's been shut down for a long time, hasn't it? Yes. I think they're doing it up again yes. now. And they had a wonderful ballroom. It was all decayed grandeur. There was quite a few people with not many clothes on. One of them nights. Yes. But when you was in there, you thought, what a hotel this used to be. A proper hotel on Carmel Row, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. What was it like working in there? It was lovely. Um, I used to work, and it was a lot of the Portuguese people. I was only 16, so a lot of the Portuguese had started coming over. So they all lived there, and they all lived in, you know, and um, it was lovely. How many years ago was that then? Not to, I'm not talking about your age or anything. I'm just interested in this all idea of loads time. of people from Portugal yes, coming. Yes, that was in 1976. We... Right, because a lot of people think, oh, it's all modern, all these people coming, but no. No, no. The Port- Why did the Portuguese come in such big numbers then there in, in the 70s? I'm not sure. They was very welcome. Of course they was welcome. You know, it's, um, I remember like my mum and dad come over from Ireland and then my husband's from Yemen. So, you know, Of course, yes. your husband's from Yemen, yes, isn't he? Right, yes. OK. Yes. Now, to me, this is a proper, wonderful Birmingham story. Yes. Irish girl meets a fella from Yemen. Yes. Working in a hotel with Portuguese people, it's always, always been. It's always been so, hasn't it? Always so. For all my age, I've always. Um, I think when my mum had schizophrenia, mental illness, I've always lived in different cultures. So, you know. what do you think the benefit to us is living in different cultures? In it makes you, you know, a person. You get to um, understand other people, communities. You know, like. They say that everybody in communities shut themselves off, but I think we all need to make the effort. You know, where I live, um, my neighbours are Somalian, Iraqi, Kurdish, mm. Nigerian, Polish, Romanian. So all my neighbours were all multicultural, you know. So brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. And yet, I mean, I don't know what you think about Donald Trump. I don't like him. I don't like any of these people. There's daft air. And he... 
East thinks that Birmingham is a no-go area, that people can't go out the front door because they're terrified of <laughs> terrorism. What would you say? Well, I'd love to, I'd love you to meet Donald Trump. Oh, Enid. I'd love to myself. <laughs> right, smashing. So, yeah. say I'm Trump. What do you want to say to him, Enid? Birmingham's always been a wonderful area. We've always had great communities. Going back even from when the Irish used to come over all those years, we've always had um, mixed cultures, different people mixing together, shopping together, living together, working together. And my area, it's, it's just every nationality you can think of. All the children play together, neighbours. Even when it's Eid, some of the neighbours will give non-Muslim people food. It's just great communities. I know. Oh. And I, I prefer to live in an area like that. I'm me. It, I do and all. But sometimes when you go places, like I do the Edinburgh Festival a lot, and it's a lovely city, Edinburgh, but you get there and after a bit you think, well, there's something the matter here. Yeah. And you realise it's because everybody's white. Yes, that's it, yes. And after a bit, I don't like it. No, I like to be with different cultures, different people, get to know each other they understand us, we understand. They just all be together. Because we're just ordinary people. And that's how we? Birmingham's always been from when I was a child. It's always been like that. Well, that's no. how I remember it. But for him to say that, it's a no-go area. Oh, it's not. You know, it's, it's nonsense, isn't nonsense. it? But some people believe him. That's the worry about no, it, isn't it? That's it. No, it's not at all. And nice food. I like the meat. I absolutely love curry. Do you like curry? Yes, I do. I love going down the Lady Pool Road. Do you like curry? Paul? I love it. Love it. He's uh, from Coventry. Oh, yeah, we still have curries in Coventry. Yes. I know you do, love. <laughs> oh, we eat honestly. Misunderstands me. I know you have curries in Coventry. Yeah. I'm just saying, teenager from Coventry. Mm. City of culture coming. It up. will be. Yeah. Lots more money to Coventry th- funding. Yes. And that's another good place for communities coming mm. together. This idea that it's a modern thing, immigration, is just not it's true, not, is it, Enid? No, it's, you know, even when my mum come from Ireland and my dad come from Scotland and um, my mum was a Catholic and they got together and they had to run off to Gretna Green and get married because <laughs> my dad was a Protestant King Billy and my mum's Catholic. King Billy. So that's... It used, my, to, my used dad to be a big man. deal, yes. It's a long run. Is it, pardon? Long run to Gretna Green. It is a long run. Yes, so they went and got married there because... the you know, and that was it. And they that wouldn't to Birmingham happen then. anymore, would it now? Because th- th- that Catholic and Protestant thing, is it, it's a st- it used to be very strong, I know that. I think it's still a little bit is there, it? yes. It's still, yeah. I mean, when it's the St. Patrick's Parade, you've mm. got all the orange kids throwing eggs, and when it's the orange walk, the, the, well, the Catholics are throwing them at the... So it's still... Lots st- of egg-throwing going on. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. I think there's a long history of people chucking stuff at people. Yes. But what do you think about this milkshake stuff? I think it's very disrespectful for anybody to be throwing things at, at anybody, people. Even at though anybody. there's a long history of it. Yes, but I mean, you still I remember. Like no, I remember many years ago. I was at um, the Offcom Centre. And we was um, we was just opening one of the new units, the Tamarind. Right, because Enid works, does a lot of community help for the trust, which is the Birmingham and Birmingham Solihull Mental Health Foundation. So when she says the trust, it's not some sort of strange, (laughs) you know, gangster people she's in with. And we were setting up um, one of the secure wards and um, a lot of the area and the residents didn't like it. So we had eggs and everything thrown at us, you know. Oh, and what's it like to be on the receiving end of an egg? Nothing really, you know. That's it. You just wipe it off, stand tall, stand firm and don't be swayed. (laughs) That's 
seat a bit of it's not going to hurt me. Are you listening? Stand tall. Don't be swayed. Because we, we should be able to say what we think. I know that they were yes. protesting against you, but what you're saying is people are entitled to their opinion. And also now, after after four years, people was protesting, but now instead of having to send people further away, we can keep them in Birmingham where mm. families can come and visit Makes them. Makes it easier. And everything's fine now, so... Good. Yeah. So do you think are you are you hopeful for how things are going, Enid? Yes, I am. I'm very optimistic, you know. I Good. think we've always had prejudice, we've always had problems, we've always mm. had things going on, negative things, but it's going to happen and you have to make changes and just go with the changes and don't get left behind because oh, we're right. changing every day. This is such good advice, don't get left behind. Because he, cause he yes. is, a, is a keen shopper in a, in a big shop. Like we know she's gone to, to London, to ask <laughs> Fraser. But she's also done some online dabbling. It's keeping the old stuff happening, isn't it? But moving forward as well with the new stuff. We don't want to get left behind. No, and also I do a lot of things with carers and um, a lot of the elderly carers over 65, 70 mm. are not computer literate and they was all saying, we, do, we want letters, you know, but it's too cost effective right. now. So what we did, we did um, some training and we did some computer courses at St Martin's Church oh, yeah. for some carers. And at the end of the um, session, one of the ladies, who didn't even know what a mouse was, <laughs> she's Skyping her daughter now <laughs> in Pakistan. Yeah. So she's gone from not knowing, and now they're doing their online shopping. So people it's say so older people can't do it. They can do it. Of course they pigging. Of course they can. You see, when I, I never knew really what words for Windows was, I thought it was, I could only think of Penetra. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But now I do know. Yes. I can, I've never Skyped though. Do no. you Skype? Sometimes. Who would you Skype? I've got no one to Skype. Oh, I've done it mainly when I've done interviews in Nigeria or China. This or... is this is an amazing woman, Enid. Mm. It's just interviewing. What, what do you mean interviews in Nigeria? Um, well, some things, are, I used to do a lot of things at the university. So we, um, we train social workers and they go out on placement and we do scenarios. So some of them wanted to come for a post, but they can't come all the way from China for the interview. So we Skype no. them while they're in their country. Brilliant, Ian. And that's that's what it's all about now. So we can bring people from different communities across the world to our trust because we're Skyping them and giving them that opportunity to go for the interview. Brilliant. So you're using that kind yes, of technology. Yes, of course, and that's how things are changing. You know, we've got to change. We've all got to go with the changes. Not we get are. left behind. We mustn't get picky and left behind. So let's go back to you now then. So you're born Rubri, then now you're living in Edgebast and you've been there a long time. You've had loads of jobs. So at 16, you was working in the Grand Hotel. Yes. Any other jobs along the way? Well, mine's been in retail a lot yeah, as well. Really. I worked in the John in the old Lewis's. Right, see, but all the hot spots. Yes. House of Fraser. Yes, I've worked in quite a lot of retail. Yes. And you, have you enjoyed your time in retail? I have, yes. And then um, I've become a carer at the age of nine for my mum. So, right, you know, okay. that's how things change, yes. So you've been a long-term carer, yes. really, all your life, really? Yes, yeah. And what do you think, you, as a kid, because a lot of young carers are around, aren't they? Yes. What kind of skills do you think you pick up, having all that responsibility at a young age? I think it makes me the person I am today. Yeah. You know, it makes you more understanding of... People who are different, um, it makes puts in, it does it turns you into a care. You know, I think. Cause I think sometimes the, we we kind of wrap kids in cotton wool a bit too much and think, oh, don't they can't do that? 
but what's better than playing out and getting stuck in and learning? Mm. Did you play out in the streets when you were a kid? I had a go-kart. And I would not in the streets, but we had an entry. He, he behind likes the house. racing. He likes oh, no, this is racing. before that. <laughs> but that's well, that's yeah. part of the joy. It's a lifelong mm. thing for you. Go on. Well, I'm lucky that we backed onto a field, so we played out on the field. No, we didn't have to go on the street, which is too dangerous. Yeah. So, but you did have access to playing. <laughs> yes. And maybe you know, sometimes I think we're going. All oh, kids don't play out, but I think maybe they do. Oh yeah. Yes. I think they still do actually. Mm. I hope they do anyway. Don't you? I think it's because they're more used to being on their iPads and phones <laughs> and giving young children all these phones and equipment now. Mm. But you've been Skyping a lot. <laughs> well, I'm old now. <laughs> still play so out. So it's all right yeah. for you. <laughs> you can play out if you want. <laughs> Do you, th- do, you th- do you really do think that that's making a big difference to kids' childhood? I think technology. I think in years to come, children won't be able to read or write letters because they're doing everything on the computer, all those skills. Uh, what worries me if you see a baby on one. Yes, yeah. even two-year-olds. I think three- that's a bit of a worry mm-hmm. because they are properly learning then, aren't they? Yes. And, but they've seen everybody else, the mums, the dads, whoever they live with, they're seeing them like this. Of course they're going to be doing it, aren't yeah. they? Well, a few years ago, um, I didn't know how to copy and paste, and my <laughs> six-year-old great-nephew done Aww. it for me. <laughs> Six, and he copied and pasted for me. So we're helping me. Yes. We must be able to copy and paste. Oh, no, so I think the children are helping. <laughs> they <laughs> are. So you watch me on Britain's Got Talent, and do you watch it generally, or do you just watch it? Cause I no, I do. We, we always watch it. What do you like about it as a programme? like it because it's for the whole family yeah. you know so mums dads children Every- and oh, no. everybody can be involved you know nice isn't it and also to see all that variety what did you think of x you know the the fella the mind reader yes i thought he was very good i just wanted to know how he done it though because i know there's always a skill someone yeah how to do it. he's cop he's cut and paste something <laughs> <laughs> even but I, but I didn't know who he was it was a big reveal i thought i oh, wouldn't don't think you know who you are. <laughs> did you know who he was when he took his mask off? If you didn't watch it, yes, listening. I did. It was a fellow who had a mask on, but you did know who he was. Yes. Who was he? He was Ace. Who's Ace? The mind reader. From, from the year before. From the year before. Yes. And what? All oh, right, I didn't watch it. So what did they say? Simon, Alicia, and Amanda, and all that. All that stuff. They looked shocked when they took his mask off. Did they go? I Ace. <laughs> They no, just look shocked. They just look super shocked and clapped. <laughs> and clapped. <laughs> so next year, get a mask, go back. That's your Would you... Th- oh, no, you'd be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, I could do that. Have a mask on. We're still stage dive. Well, no, it's me straight away. <laughs> yeah, mid. you could go on as what? Ace Barbara, and then they wouldn't know. the name. Ace nice. Nice ace. Nice ace, or not so nice. Yeah, not so nice ace. That would be a good one. Do you think so? Yeah. I think I'd get past the first hurdle. They go, we've got you rumbled. And you're too nice to be... I'm not, too nice yes. to, to, to cheat. Yes. <laughs> You've got to do it fair, Ian, don't you yes, think? So yes. Then you can sleep at night. X must have been worrying. Yeah. Thinking, oh, am I pulling the wool over people's eyes? I know. But it would be good to know he did it, wouldn't it? Yes, I'd love to know. What do you think of all them people that like throwing knives? You know, a lot of people said to oh, me... Oh, I don't like knives. I've never really liked that kind of... It's not my entertainment. Really. No. no. A lot of people said to me, Oh, you've done this and you've done that, you've done this before. And I thought, and then people have thrown knives before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not the first, first time, is it, <laughs> no, Enid? No. Do you think people are daft sometimes? Sometimes. It's hard to tell them they believe everything. Like going back to all this daft news 
from um, Donald Trump saying you can't go out in Birmingham. Some people believe that, Enid. So they must live in very closed little lives if they think that, because, you know, it's not at all... If you've only know. got to have a look round for yourself and go, yes. well, that's stupid, that's not true. It's making me think of, I did a podcast with a nice woman called Lucy, we started talking about hedgehogs <laughs> and how hedgehogs are in the decline because everybody's got fences up. And what hedgehogs, if you remember the old days, you didn't have fences between back gardens, did you? No. Things would roam around. Yeah. Sometimes mm. your knickers would fall off the line yeah. and say, these yours, and they're giving you back. <laughs> and hedgehogs would go from one little bit of the garden yes. to another, which is what people need to do. We're all stuck behind fences. Yes. We need to rip them all down and just be a big community. That's right. And all dressing Ralph Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to say thank you to Enid. To this. And thank we're you, gonna Barbara. Have a, oh, bless you. We're going to have a photo now of me and Enid. And she's wearing Ralph Lauren, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks very much. Thanks. That was a lovely talk, wasn't it, Paul? Yeah. I like the link with the hedgehogs. Mm. And we've all got to get out there. Move with the times, but keep hold of what's Don't get left behind. That's right, cock. Spelting. Thanks, Enid. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.